Welcome to Talking In Stations. I'm Matt Earl. It is January 29th. Sorry, 28th. Getting ahead of myself there. And uh, we have some stories for you from the game and also from the Metasphere. We'll start with the big story in the game right now in the Delve War. Goonswarm Keepstar was destroyed by mostly NC dot, but Pappy forces. And that is in one tack SMEB, also known as one SMEB. Also, a massive multi-system, multi-constellation Aegisov contest over the span of hours, the hours between 2,000 and 3,000 uh, participants, resulted in several destroyed infrastructure hubs, and uh, one of those was Happy destroying the infrastructure hub of 5TAC-C, which I believe is on the other side of 1DQ. We'll take a look at that. Losechnia Schulpen are advancing a new aggressive campaign in the Fountain region. Now, they mostly roam in Iridia, so they might be... Uh, they did take some space, actually, from Fountain, and they've always been near Fountain. Uh, but now it looks like it's a new campaign, so we'll look at the map and see what they're doing. Some game news here. A scheduled extended downtime was canceled by CCP. Uh, no information was released about what would have been done during that downtime and no new schedule has been introduced if you check your email you should see a ccp eve quarterly survey in your mailbox you can fill that out help them out and uh, a couple of real life things uh, venture beat has ccp hilmar or the ceo of the company that makes eve online uh, they have him talking about uh, the game and one of the interesting things is he makes a comparison between what is going on with the GameSpot um, stock on the stock exchange and its relationship with um, people who are buying up the stock from Reddit. And uh, he makes a comparison of that real-life situation that's happening right now with EVE Online and how they had something similar a long time ago in the game. Not a lot of details on that, but we'll look into what he says there. All right, those are your headlines. We will be right back. Let's look at the uh, top story here. Keepstar destroyed in one. So that is in Delve. So uh, very much in real Delve, I suppose. I, I, I'm not sure what definition of Delve is these days, but uh, it is definitely a Goonsworm. Keepstar was not defended. It didn't have a core in it either, so it didn't drop that. Uh, let's look at where that is on the map so that you get an idea. We talked about it yesterday. We knew it was in danger. So we'll tap here. Actually, let's bring that up so you can see it. There you go. All right. So this happened just a while ago, actually, right before the show, maybe an hour ago. You can see it's right here uh, in the northern part of Delve, right outside of Iridia, actually. Sucked. So that's a very, very popular um, gate, basically. Sock to one smeb. And uh, uh looks like that is kind of near this area here, which is considered Helm's Deep. Um, I, I think Helm's Deep might have lost its actual value, uh, especially after M2. But uh, So it's right up here in the north. And the uh, I believe the system was jammed so it's um 
iHub has been intact for more than 35 days, and that allowed that to get jammed up, which means that uh, Imperium couldn't really jump into it. They would have to gate into it. And that's a risky proposition, so there really wasn't any defense for the Keepstar. The Keepstar went through its timers also without much of uh, defense, and its ultimate and last timer was uh, just a few hours ago. Let's have a look actually at that Keepstar. Um, 204 billion isk. And uh, looks like it was all of Pappy, at least you can see here. 1300 involved. So I think everybody got a, what I call a tap on it, which is like they put their finger on it. They registered that they were a part of it. Nice outfit. You, oh, what's that, Gregorian? Sorry, I didn't know you were in here. What? You keep scaring me. What? How are you doing? Are you there? I'm doing all right. All right. Usually people call tagging the kill mail whoring on it. Yeah, I use different words. Just, uh, you know, keep it to a To be less show. vulgar? Just keep it a family show. We know, you know, kids' ears are sometimes listening to what their parents are listening to. So we always uh, take that into consideration. But uh, there it is. The one smeb keeps start down. Were you in on that fleet? Gregorian? Gregorian, are you there? I'll assume yeah. that you were. Were you in on that fleet? Yeah, I was there. Do you want to tell us about it a little bit? Well, uh, I was mostly there coming off of the uh the fighting over a few iHubs that had been in in for going for a couple hours before that that's right forgot to mention that uh goonsworm actually defended was it m2 uh, yeah it was the iHub and m2 they defended it kept the field and uh poppy took a hike uh so that iHub still belongs to uh imperium I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they lost uh, some of the other iHubs in that constellation, which... Uh, uh, five taxi here. Oh, I was wrong. So that was on the other side of M2, not 1DQ. So let me correct that. Uh, okay, so they lost 4XO, I believe. They lost uh, 23G, because those were Imperium, I believe. Uh, they lost 5 taxi and uh, ZXB but kept or picked up JP4. Yeah, so this constellation is being fought over, and, and it's kind of interesting because uh, this is the road from T5Z, which is staging for Pappy right here. Like, this is the invading force. That's their system. And then if they jump over here to DTACW, they just go straight into Fountain if they want to, and that's why that was a desirable uh, constellation or two. Yeah, um, that constellation that. and... And one tax meb are the probably the most strategically important uh, areas of Delve because they are the roots, the the regional gates. Right. All right. So a little bit of correction here uh, from Thrill Gamer. Uh, T3G and 4XO, I think. Yeah. Let me put a dollar sign. Uh, we're already lost. Uh, Goons lost 4C and ZXB. So it's these two. 4C is where 5C probably. These two here are the ones that were newly lost. So I assume these up here were where they are now and are under threat. Okay, that makes sense because these are lit up, so they will be fought over soon. All right, so that is Keepstar. That, and that's a big deal, right? That's the second Keepstar that I'm aware of that was destroyed in Delve 
uh, by force. Yeah, and uh, a lot of the Titans on the Kill Mail, I'm guessing, were probably people who were unavailable a couple of days ago. Oh, you think this is their first showing? Let's have a look at that. That's kind of interesting. So break them out and then use them uh, as a big show of force, I guess. Well, they're back in business. I think it's pretty clear. And, and that's a pretty good symbol if they got them out, tanked them up, and like a day later or two, they're just ready to go. Yeah, there's a lot of tights on this one. Yep. Okay. So that's your first story there. Let's see what else we got here. There it is. Okay, so the other thing that's happening is a lot of iHubs, which we talked about, are being fought over. So we already covered those. Let's go to Losecnia in Fountain and see if we can see traces of their new campaign. We'll jump over here to OneSmeb. Uh, we'll go through ZBX to YTAC2. That puts us in Fountain. We'll go ahead and look at iHub ownership and see if that's what's going on. Losecnia, you can see, is LSH. That's what they're known for. They've owned this constellation here for a while. Uh, they resisted pretty well against the initiative. I think they got down to one constellation, too. They look like they've grown a little bit. So uh, they must be striking out from here. I don't think it'll be registering as TCUs or iHubs, but... We'll see. I, I think they're growing this because I think they were down to one constellation. Now they're growing into a second one. So possibly uh, they may probably, if 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 my intuition serves me correctly, they're probably going to grow into this area here. That's a little more defensible. Although there's nobody here right now. I mean, in it is basically vacated, so they can they can come through if they want to. Um, I just don't know if they would occupy that much space. If there's any reason for them to pay for all that infrastructure with without any real benefit because there's not enough of LSH to take advantage of it. LSH are known as kind of what Wrecking Crew were. Uh, they were contemporaries, actually. They're big game hunters. They take down big ships that are traveling through, in LSH's uh, case, through Iridia because that's the area they had lock on lockdown. So it didn't matter who you were. If you were NC Dot or Goon Swarm, if you were moving through Iridia, you had to watch out for LSH. In uh, derelict that was true you had to watch out for the wrecking crew at the time and now, in hamitar it's ivana in hamitar it's ivana that makes sense yeah those are like empire space that have low sec that people travel through and it is um it's just it's easy to lock down because you know all the possible combinations of uh, people's path so when you see someone moving in an area or even logging in because they, they used to be able to track when you logged in. Now they can't do that anymore. But if you're somehow recon down, they, they probably have an idea of where you're jumping and they can catch you. So it's just easier to lock down those regions. Let's actually go and take a look at those regions if we were to go to the universe. So Iridia is here. I don't like this view. Let's go to the other view. Right. So uh, Iridia is here. I don't know if that's easy to see. I'll zoom it just a little bit. There we go. Light up Iridia. There you go. And uh, so that part of space is just super deadly uh, for super capitals going through there. We've seen a number of them die even last year uh, before the war, during the war. Usually solo guys get caught by LSH or somebody else like that. 
Another area where that happens is uh, you were saying Hamatar. Yeah, Hamatar and Metropolis is where Iridia usually hunts, that area of Minmatar Losek. Let's back out here. There you go. So, yeah, and Ivana is, this is what they do as well. They trick people into jumping to fake four Czars. They uh, also have the place pretty much locked down too. If you're crossing from there, which is very, it's, I believe if you're in the north, this is one of the points that gets you to the south. So um, what has had to happen, I think, is um, groups like, I would say, Horde. I'm not sure this is 100% true, but they would have to go on the outside this way as opposed to going through uh, Losec. Well, anyway, another place, Derelict, used to be uh, super locked down. It may be less so now, but this was by Wrecking Crew. They used to lock this place down. And, um, you know, they're kind of like that, um, what is it, a wolf spider or whatever that kind of burrows in and waits for something to walk by? Trapdoor spider? Yeah, something like that. Ugh, spiders. But uh, if you were crossing into that area, and a lot of people would, right? Because uh, sometimes some group in the in anywhere from Syndicate over here to Gemini or whatever was coming down here to curse, you would have to go through Derelict at some point. Uh, anybody going through Empire Space and wanting to get to this deep null sec, you know, at some point goes through Derelict. Even Providence, which borders on Derelict, a lot of times will travel through there. But anybody going to curse, you're you're in Derelict. <clears throat> All right. So LSH getting aggressive with Fountain. Not their not their usual thing to do, but uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Okay. So this is what Hilmar said. He said a, a couple of things. I'll I'll go to the other things that he said too. But I think the big takeaway is right here. Eve Online added 1.3 million new players in 2020. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's people who created alphas. And I don't know what he considers a new player. Is it somebody that logs in for a half hour and then never plays again? Or is it somebody that comes back over a period of a week or two? There must be some threshold where they say that is a new player. I don't think that's how many accounts were created and that's it. But uh, yeah, so EVE Online. No, EVE Online is different than, than EVE Echoes uh, there. So I'm not sure that's EVE Echoes. And EVE Echoes, I think, had a lot more than 1.3 million try it in, in 2020. I think, wasn't there like 4 million in the beta? Or am I crazy about it? Yeah, I think there was like 4 million signed up for it or something. It was a huge number. Don't quote me on that. I may, I may have that totally wrong, but I just remember four, and I can't imagine it was 400,000. I think it was many more than that. Yeah. Yeah, Echoes. Echoes is probably over a million, but I think like four million people tried it when it first came out, I think. And uh, so this 1.3 million is strictly EVE Online, I'm pretty sure. And that sounds about right. Uh, we've heard comments from CSM members that have said that you know they've done a lot of work on getting their funnels to work well. And a funnel is basically, if it's a funny word, but, but it's basically like the, the slippery slope to continue to buy a product. So a funnel might look like at the top of the funnel is to get you to look at their product. And, and then the next part of it going down is that you browse on it. Um, or, or yeah, you, you, uh, 
yeah, you browse it and then you buy it at the bottom of the funnel. So it's like getting it in front of you, making that decision to buy it, and then the process of buying it and shipping it would be at the bottom of the funnel. So for you online, that looks a little bit different. It's getting you to hear Eve online and then getting you to download it would be like the next level and then getting you to turn it on once you download it and get through the character creation process is another level on it and then playing it for for day one or the first hour really and then the first two hours and then the first 12 and then the first two days etc and that's going down the funnel at a certain point you're considered a player so what they've done, because they've put a lot of effort into this, they really have two teams right now at CCP that I'm aware of. And one of them is to kind of balance the game and to fix uh, some of the, of course, the scarcity problems that are, that are going on, but also the, the great disparity of wealth. That's one team, kind of veteran affairs. And then the other team is um, more or less getting the new player to stick around longer. Again, going deeper into the funnel. And they've had a lot of success. So 1.3 million probably has a better retention than it used to have in EVE Online. And that's good for all of us because the more populated the world is, the more possibilities of interesting things happen, the more we want to stick around and invest in this game. Okay, so that was VentureBeat, an article. I believe he was making doing a live video because uh, this came up on Reddit and it had more information than the article had. So uh, this guy who ever wrote it here says, well, right here, he says, if Hilmar says anything else particularly relevant, I'll update this thread. And so then he went ahead and edited it three times. But the idea is that, uh, I'll go ahead and put this into chat now. He says some interesting things here. So the first thing he says is um, that the servers crashed spectacularly during the M2 fight. So that's, and that's, that's in quotes, and I imagine that's uh, verbatim. So that is one way to describe what happened with the servers. We don't want to say that the servers crashed because they didn't. Otherwise, Goonswarm wouldn't have been able to destroy all those titans that were unmanned. So server didn't crash on their side, but as far as Hilmar's concerned, it did crash. And we all know that something happened that didn't allow the battle to continue as normal. So whatever you want to call it is fine. Hilmar calls it crashed. And he also said uh, one to two million tried Eve last year. So uh, that may be what that 1.3 million number comes from. And uh, he said in a Q&A after the main session that they were slowly and quietly refactoring the code base over time, but are staying relatively quiet in order to avoid setting unrealistic expectations. However, the phrase tens of thousands, quote unquote, of players on grid was used about the far future hopes and plans. Okay, and there's a discussion about uh, those comments, so you can check those out. All right, this was uh, bittersweet. Uh, a few days ago, SpaceX carried out launch of the carrier rocket Falcon 9 in a mission, in, in the mission Transporter 1, and set a record for the number of satellites launched into orbit in a single flight. As it turned out, among the payload was the ashes of a player in EVE Online, Bruce 
Paradox Olbers McPhee. He died in 2019 at the age of 72, which saddened his comrades and friends in the CCP Games project. During the last Falcon 9 launch, SpaceX sent Bruce McPhee's ashes into space to fulfill his wishes. Very nice. And it looks like Max Singularity, the space pope, again, who works for NASA, probably had something to do with it. And he wrote in a tweet on the 24th, Eve Online's player, Eve Online players Ashes head to space this morning on SpaceX. He was a wonderful friend of mine, disabled, and the virtual world was his life. He said, I only see three people a year, but in Second Life and Eve, I see hundreds of friends. Uh, and here's a picture of him, and there's a picture of the Falcon 9 taking off. And here's a little bit more. Uh, Charles White, who is Max Singularity, that's his real name. Uh, he's public about it, that's why I'm reading it out. And he said something, let me actually bring this up so you guys can see it. There, that's a little easier. Uh, so he says a little bit more, and this is in real life, uh, as he's talking about his friend. He says, my friend Paradox Olbers, that's his, that's his uh, Eve name, uh, real name Spike McPhee, ashes were launched into space this morning. We were very good friends in both Second Life and Eve Online. He was a sponsor and fan of early space art from the likes of Don Davies. Paradox had on his profile, I'm stuck in a gravity well, rescue us SpaceX. And sure enough, his ashes ascended into the limitless vacuum of space today. Fly on, Paradox, fly on. And there it is for you guys. All right, so... That's our news coverage today. Do you have anything else, Gregorian? Not that I can think of. All right. So again, our stories today where the Goonswarm Keepstar was killed in one SMEB. That's Delve. And iHubs were fought over, uh, including two taken by Pappy, 5TAC-C, and ZBX, or ZXB. That's the border to fountain. Yeah, ZXB? Yeah, border to fountain. And uh, yeah, Los yeah, Los Los Shalupin also killed a Titan today. Did we cover that? No. Let's take a look real quick at. I mean, we are at the wrap up phase, so it, I would have liked to have handled this earlier, but we'll take a look since we're early. Uh, Z. Wait. Yeah, that they killed an avatar, which is. The pilot is in an, in an NPC corp, so it might be coming back from a break. Uh, but the only previous killboard activity uh, that this character has had was fighting against Snuffed Out in August 2019 as a member of Darkness. Oh, okay. Might so, Darkness folded into the initiative so that might be someone with Im current imperium ties coming back to the game or something or no ties because he's you know maybe he's uh, you know he's he's not in imperium he's not in initiative so maybe he uh was coming back to join friends but don't know where he would go or if he if he even had friends in darkness but but there it is i would just uh Say that this guy is a solo guy uh, instead of tying him to anyone, and he was killed by Losechnia again. 
in uh, Corazor, which borders Aridia. So they're active in that whole area. This is uh, not surprising. I've actually run into Losecnia. I had a friend in it, actually, a Russian guy. And uh, NC Dot and Losecnia used to fight a little bit in, uh, where was that? It was actually in Aridia. Yeah, it was in Aridia. Um, our, our US guys would bait them out a little bit using a Nyx or something. And um, uh, we got them to bite on something. And then we attacked them and they literally got away. Well, we killed one of their Nyxes, but they had two Nyxes they had attacked. And it was, it was pretty amazing to see how efficient they are at not only striking, but really escaping as well when they're in trouble. Oh, yeah, they're really good at it. Yeah, so they're they're definitely the boogeyman, and um, and even when there's a move up and all of NC is moving through their territory, it's a tight formation because you do not want to be left behind. Uh, Losecnia has always been very impressive, and they are again different than Nullsecnia Shulpen, which is just a copy of Losecnia. These guys are Russian, and they're they're kind of like the PL of uh, Russian uh, games, Russian gamers in Eve Online. So there you go. All right, so again, no scheduled downtime. That's been canceled. Look for a survey in your email. And uh, if we can get more information on that Hilma article, we'll bring it to you. And again, um, fly on Paradox Olbers from Red Rain Corporation uh, as his real life ashes were put into space, which is really amazing if you think about it. All right. Thanks, guys, for coming around. We will see you next time on Talking in Stations. Now, where is that button?